0: Box Spots and Chair Shots, and people, just to start off, if y'all haven't, go subscribe to Bosh Spots and Chair Shots on all platforms to make sure we're and here interested. on
1: box Spots and Chair Shots, one of the hottest podcasts out here, definitely from the spotlight, on the savage representing a takeover, Spots and,
0: and Chair Shots, just got... Savage. Hello to all my people, and if you're listening to, watching live, or checking out this podcast on Spotify, you are most definitely my people. Welcome to another episode of Botch Spots and Share Shots, and tonight we are welcomed by one of the best tag teams in the Northeast, the Faceless Ones. They are one half of one of the best uh, stables in Northeast independent wrestling, and they are hailing from New York. We've got Jocko and the Faceless One. Gentlemen, how are y'all tonight, and thanks for coming on and chatting about some wrestling.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. We are... uh... We're good. We're we're amped. We're excited. We got a lot of stuff coming up. So uh let's let's just let's run through it. How are Excellent. you guys? How are you doing? Yeah, that sounds about right. Cool. All right.
0: Excellent. Face. Thanks. Uh so let's start at the top. What's new for you guys and the faceless ones right now?
1: What's new for us? Um, everything going on, everything is new. There's always something new, there's always something branching off, there's always something crazy, spectacular going on with faceless ones and takeover in its entirety um like so obviously the stp thing
0: excellent so uh we'll jump into the stp thing in a second so let's dive right into it you guys are draped into gold with the rest of the takeover how are you guys feeling Mm -hmm. to be the intense wrestling alliance tag team champions
1: ecstatic like um to know that that's a place that we just stepped into in i would say august we stepped into their August and we seen the lay of the land and what was going on. And we, we just love, we loved the place as it was, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, some things changed and they took a little hiatus back in December. They came back fresh off April and we knew, we knew like take over. This is going to be our new home. We loved everything that it was before. And we, we want to continue to, to make it grow. And that's what we did, you know, uh, start off with bougie with the breakthrough title. Then out of nowhere, um our opponents uh brandon downey and hush they've been calling out they won the tag titles in the vacant tag titles in this match and uh they called it out but they called it out for us because uh and new
0: and new excellent uh so takeover is the group but what does it mean being a part of takeover for the faceless ones like what is your role inside of the takeover
1: that's a, that's a, that's a weird question because we're there's I feel like there isn't really too many there's not really of a role in Takeover we're all brothers it's a brotherhood it's a bond it's like yeah we're a group but we're just we're brothers at the end of it Takeover is like a saying it's a way of life it's what we do when we walk into something into a place we take it over legitimately it's, it's the mindset you know what I'm saying um, I guess we're the tag team guys we're the guys that um, if you had to pinpoint it. We are the tag team. We're the dominant tag team where if you need a two on two, we are the go-to guys. We are, I say we're the best damn tag team without an opportunity truly given. We are the best damn tag team. And I mean, that's not a moniker. It's not a cute little saying it's, it's from the heart. That's legit.
0: Where did the idea for the faceless ones come from as far as a tag team idea?
1: Um, so we like, um, I said I told you off air. We both started. We both started uh, under Johnny Rods, um, and it was just one of those things where you know we were just thrown together matches, kind of consistently. We were just whether well, six man, we well, was randomly tag team. And it, it, it came a point where we felt, we felt how well we were gelling. We like it was, it wasn't coincidental that we were always teamed up together. It. it the magic was there we knew we needed to we knew we needed to continue with it we at the time I was wearing a gas mask face still occasionally wears his mask so the whole uh face is face the whole faceless aspect of it was just a pr- kind of a no-brainer at the time so it, it yeah it would, it would just kind of became something in itself
0: okay so when you look at somebody's in the the wrestling world their gimmick a lot of the times that is just part of their real world selves turned up to 11. What part of you yes. guys do you turn up to 11 to, to become the faceless ones? As you see face. That this sums it face. up. I feel like that gives me who he is all the time.
1: All day. Every, I love doing these things because I learned at least like an ounce more about face. I ride a car face. I've known face for a little bit now. And I know nothing about this man. But every time we do this, I get, like, this much more of a glimpse of of who he is, this much more, this much more. I love it. It's fantastic. For myself, um, the whole idea of turned up to 100, yeah, but, like, this is kind of me on a daily. Like, the greatest damn showman, I am annoying. If you listen to Bougie say, you listen to PJ say, I am annoying, I'm the greatest showman because I get in your mind, I get in your psyche, I am annoying as all living hell. I'm annoying, 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 and I am allowed. And I will get in your head, in your space, and that's that's just me, that's just how I am. If you see me in the car rides, you take over in the car rides, you see like, man, this is what what they are when they go through that curtain, that is who they are. That is legitimately who they are. Face, this is face. Every second of the day.
0: All right. So back when you guys were first coming up, where did wrestling start for you guys as fans?
1: Um, like like how we got into it. Like yeah. Just watching. Uh, yeah. It was it was random. It was random for me. It was like a cousin just randomly randomly came through. They was like, "Hey, let's put on wrestling." I never really watched wrestling. I heard of it. Like my friends watched it, but I never really watched it. Put on wrestling. Sure, I watched it, and it just I was captivated immediately like immediately one of the first people i remember seeing that always caught my attention from there on became one of my favorites the undertaker this man is just this is a captivating individual i love the word captivating. i'm continuing using it because it's just who he is it's the best way to sum him up you know what i'm saying he could walk from the second he walks very long he walks from the entrance to the ring you're you're just you're in awe you're in awe so that's where it started for me, nonetheless, seeing seeing something like that, seeing the take, seeing these larger life personalities coming to life and stuff. So that's where, that's where it started for me. For face?
2: Man, for me, just uh, I was never really a fan of wrestling so much, but it was always, for me, I was always engaged whenever two people were fighting in a ring or octagon or a boxing ring, whatever. As long as two people are fighting, I'm I'm watching it. So and I my life was also like that too. I was always fighting. I always did something fighting related, collegiate wrestling, jujitsu, whatever. I was always fighting on the street, whatever, parties, fight, whatever. So for me to do that now, and that's exactly what I do, I go out there to fuck somebody up and I get paid for it. I like to call myself an actual hitman because if you're in the ring
0: with me, it's a fucking hit. He so, never gave
2: us
1: permission to swear.
0: You can swear. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. That's fine. No, totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, so I talked to him a little bit face uh, coming up in the the Bronx, New York. Um, what was your day-to-day life like before you got into it? Were you into any other sports or anything? Uh, you had just mentioned jujitsu and stuff. Were you uh, into any other sports besides uh, combat sports?
2: a little bit of everything uh uh everything contact so football amateur wrestling boxing uh, muay thai all that anything that was fighting or physical i did that and i even made money on the street sometimes uh, at parties uh me and my friends we would have or, or i call i call them friends but business partners you could say we would make money and uh we would have our own fights. We're not supposed to talk about it because the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club, but there you go.
0: Um, So you guys mentioned already coming up with Johnny Rods. I asked Bougie the same question and I'm going to ask you guys too. Um, How does it feel to train with somebody that was a groundbreaker for who he was in the 60s and 70s, breaking onto the scene in the WWF back when there were still three Ws in it? Um, How does it feel to work with somebody and come from a lineage like Johnny Rods?
1: Um, it's awesome because we learn we learn a different aspect of the business than, um, the typical individual, not nothing against any trainer of today's, um, regime, but, um, we learn from a different time. Like we learn from previous before it was even WWF, you know, we learned from the WWF. We learned from before, um, Vincent came we learned from, uh, what Johnny, when he spoke to Vincent K McMahon, when he spoke to his father. You know what i'm saying like we learn, like at, like the whole the whole um the whole car ride story is like everything needs to happen back in the day everything you should be doing how to present yourself as an individual in this business et cetera et cetera not just everything that should happen in the ring but everything that should happen backstage from not even a today's aspect because he understands today's today's time but also also he really emphasizes how it was and how it should be and and the respect that you should be giving to this business so that that's something we always took away heavily heavily heavily
0: do you feel like being uh coming up from somebody who's from that generation is what wrestling was gave gives you a a leg up on your competition to be kind of uh raised in the old school ways that in-ring psychology of what it means to be Mm -hmm. a true worker in the business do you feel like that gives you the the upper hand in the ring
1: um yeah i i would i would personally say so it gives us it just gives us a different a different style you know what i'm saying um like like i said nothing against any of the other any of the other schools out there but we we just we we learned something different you know what i'm saying we learned more than just moves we learned presence you know what i'm saying like when you see the takeover when you see the faces ones pj bougie whatever when you see us walk through a current there's an energy and there's presence there and that's what wrestling was back in the day, from the second they stepped through the current, it was presence. It was something it was that awe inspiring, captivating thing. That's what we bring up that's what we bring upon us.
0: So face. speaking, so speaking on in ring psychology, when you guys work as a tag team, you're obviously dominant. You're carrying gold. How do you adapt to the in ring psychology of being a singles competitor, but then going back to working as a tag team when you're asked to be a singles one night, but then the, the faceless ones are together the next night? How do you rebound back and forth? Ace or my engineers?
2: Uh, I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter if he's there or not. If I'm in the ring, I'm fucking you
1: up. So for face, easy. Face is just a, a physical specimen. He doesn't care. He is in there. He's screaming. He's clawing. He's punching. He's throwing. Like, he's insane. Me, I'm loud. I get tired fast. I tag in face, and face just tears it up. That's face. Is, that's the whole idea. Easier for face than me, but I still get the job done as well. I'm not just a loud mouth myself. You're pretty sure when you see me, you see you see spectacular things, but... Face as a specimen, so
0: to say. All right, gentlemen, let's look ahead to May 20th. You guys got the uh, Shane Taylor promotions versus takeover event coming up. The faceless ones are taking on Moses and O'Shea Jackson in a vicious tag team battle. Uh, where are you O'Shea guys? Edwards. Heads? O'Shea Edwards, I'm sorry, not O'Shea Jackson. Um, <laughs> I got uh, yeah, straight at Compton stuck in my head. Apparently, um, <laughs> O'Shea Edwards. I'm sorry about that. Uh, building up to that match, how are you guys psychologically preparing for such a big event for the the takeover?
1: I feel like it's easier Man. for us than anybody else. But continue, go ahead, face.
2: It's just another date. It's just it's just uh, another contract. It's another hit. Uh, I like to say I live my life. Uh, like they live in jail, uh, they say when you go to jail, attack the biggest person there, and I'm glad they're giving me the two biggest motherfuckers because I'm taking them the, I'm taking them out, and I'm gonna put them on a shirt, and it's gonna say R.I.P. S.T.P. and whatever the fuck their names are, I don't know, and it's gonna be a pleasure.
0: Uh, when you look at somebody like. Shane Taylor, do you have a look at this as an opportunity for you guys to prove your worth in the wrestling industry from somebody who's been on television, been on the biggest stage? Do you feel like this is just a stepping stone for you guys to have the opportunity to show that you can handle his guys and uh, be in that limelight and move to the next level?
1: 100%. Like, if you look at TakeOver TakeOver, we, we came across because no one wanted to give us the opportunities that we knew we deserved because we were that good. So we took it. So being in the ring with the caliber of Shane Taylor promotion, Shane Taylor, O'Shea Edwards, the prolific Moses um, and Reverend Hunt, being in the ring with the caliber of those individuals, it shows, all right, these guys, everything they said they were, and when they see us compete, when they see us in that ring, we're even more. We're gonna show you something more because that's what we do. We, we're always gonna give you something more than you ever expected from us.
0: Um, with the rise in popularity of tag team wrestling, is there a tag team out there right now being on the independent scene or being one of the major promotions that you guys want to lace up with?
1: I have like a, a bunch of names on top of It's Hardy boys for me. Like they're, they're like, I know this is one of their last runs and I, I, I want to get, I want to get that one in there before they're done. And Jeff Hardy's doing something crazy every other week on, on, on dynamite, so I, I need to, I need to, I need to hit that that one run, one time before it's too late. Before it's too late for them and FTR because they are the top tag team as well right now.
0: Face, you got a dream opponent out there right now,
1: sir.
2: I'm a contract killer. Whoever's going to bring me the most money, put me in the ring with them.
0: I have to say that this is my favorite part about this interview right now because I feel like this is 100% who this guy is all the time. Every every second of every day. And I represent it. I can see it on his face. I've got zero doubts in my face. This is who this dude is, whether y'all are sitting here on the camera with me or whether he's just sitting there by <laughs> himself, So this is who face is. All right, guys. Um, so let's talk about the wrestling psychology of being in the independent scene. How do you guys feel knowing that once upon a time being tag team champions in an independent regional thing and holding a regional title was a legacy. How does it feel holding a regional title now and having the opportunity to, uh, to be that level of a champion?
1: Anytime we're, we're draped in gold, it always feels the same. It's always that, that level of achievement that, um that we, that we pursue, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's just—it's just, it's just always—it's always that feeling of achievement. Just, I, we love feeling draped in gold. We love knowing we're the best. We love showcasing we're the best. And whenever you're whenever you're holding gold, you know you always you're looked at. You're looked at as the best. And the more gold we collect, the more the more uh, opportunities we're given to be draped in different types of gold in different areas. Um, the more the more looked at we're gonna become as the better tag team, the best tag team until so it's undeniable.
0: How do you adjust to the the rigorous lifestyles of being on the independent circuit, knowing that you could wrestle for IWA one night, but somebody else might be calling the next night? And you've got to drive somewhere else and work another show with another promotion with another locker room. How do you adjust to that?
1: I don't think you ever adjust to it. I'm mean, I personally haven't. It's just it's it just you just it's just kind of happens. You just kind of deal with it, whether you want to or not. Sometimes if you're all for a hell yeah opportunity. Other days, just be like I really don't want to do this, but you do it anyway. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? There is no adjustment. It's just, it's just, uh, the, it just happens. It's airplane mode. It's airplane mode. Moments like that, we just, we just have to, we just have to do things like that that's airplane mode for me.
0: Um, what about modern wrestling right now as it stands Are either of you watching any of the current promotions on TV right now?
1: I do for face and myself. I watch everything and everyone. I learn from everything and everyone. Face just fights, and that's all I need him to do. That's all I need him to do. I'll give him little pointers on little things of what he should watch out for, look out for. But I, I watch everything. He's, he just, he just likes to fight.
0: So if you're the I, bra- I hope I answer
1: that correctly, Face.
0: So you're the brains of the operation, and he's definitely the muscle or the brawn. Oh, he's he's more than brawn. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. gentlemen, I always end every uh, interview that I do with five rapid-fire questions that are quick words, uh, real easy to go. So I've got your five pinned up and ready to go. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Excellent. What's your favorite fast food? Domino's.
2: Face? Any wrestler, any wrestler on the independent scene because they're food.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite <laughs> finisher of all time?
1: Favorite finisher? Uh,
0: Swanton mine scarface what is your favorite entrance song of all time
1: edge, edge. mine not the
0: current one of course i'll <laughs> <laughs> right, look um, it up uh dream opponent you've already answered that with uh, jeff hardy so i'll pull the the next one out um What is your dream match location? If you could wrestle a venue around the world, which venue would it be? I'm from New York, so I got to say Madison Square Garden. The (laughs) freak show. And final one, wrapping it up. uh, If you had to take a vacation, would you rather go to the mountains or the beach?
1: Beach. Beach. Oh, yeah.
2: Mountains oh. is away from people so Super- i knew that
0: i knew i was going to answer i knew it all right gentlemen take a second real quick plug your stuff tell everybody what's new and exciting for both of you and uh tell them where to find you online uh
1: on instagram and uh, instagram and twitter you can find the faces ones at faces one six 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 yes six 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 because face is a sick individual faces one six 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 you can also find me at jack197 underscore um if you want to see us on youtube Look up Faces Ones. If you want to see us Pro Wrestling Tees, buy some merch. We got some new ones coming out, some dope stuff. Faces Ones and Pro Wrestling Tees as well.
0: Face, anything May to add? May 20th, RIP FDP. All right, gentlemen, I appreciate you stopping by and chatting about some wrestling.
1: Most definitely, brother. Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: Potts, spots and share Shots, and people, just to start off, if y'all haven't, go so subscribe
2: to Hot Spots and share Shots on all platforms to make sure we're here noticed. on Potts, spots and share
0: Shots, one of the hottest podcasts out here, definitely from the spotlight, Savage